Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. For whatever reason, there must be something in the air right now, but I have been getting asked so many questions about bypassing, and so I'm going to dive into that topic today. And fortunately, this is a topic that I actually consider to be relatively simple. This is not a meaty episode. This isn't something that is rocket science level energetics. It's really, really not. And yesterday I was talking with a client in Eden about bypassing and kind of what healing really looks like. If we're talking about, okay, what does acknowledging quote unquote reality and using energetics and healing, where where does bypassing live in all of this? And particularly after Fabric of the Universe, this was something that got brought up a lot because that entire masterclass is about what is happening to your emotional range and actually moving your emotional baseline. So you're staying in a frequency where you're magnetizing the things that you want. So when I was talking to my client about this yesterday, the perfect perfect, perfect analogy came through. And I really want to contain this since it's alive for me. It's probably alive for a lot of you. I want to put this in a podcast episode and let it live and have a permanent home for you to refer back to anytime you need. And before we dive into this topic, I want to let you know that a new class has dropped, a brand new class, and this one is all about time. So your relationship with time, how to work with time, time magic, using time. My philosophy on time is that it's a tool. Time is something that you dance with in life. It's not something that you're meant to use as an excuse or resent or get frustrated with or feel pressure from. That's not what time is for. And so this is something that has come up countless times, especially because my work revolves around manifestation. So the question of timing, when, what to do with my time is something that is really present, particularly when you have a really full life. Time is the ultimate scapegoat for people. And the problem with this is that if you are going to use time as a scapegoat, you are making it so that you cannot use it as a tool. If you're going to feel threatened by time, then the opportunity for you to use time the way that it was intended goes out the window. So time ends up being this thing that people can't quite catch. So over the years, I have seen so many different kinds of relationships with time and timing. I've worked with people who have been really frustrated about the when, when something will happen or when something will drop in in terms of manifestation. And time is usually what people point to as being the problem or timing as being the problem. I've worked with people who are afraid of time, afraid of time passing, feeling like they're not utilizing their time in the way that they should or that there, there's a fear of time slipping through their fingers. Then I've also worked with people who are in deep, deep, deep time shortage, where they feel like there's not enough hours in the day. They don't know where their time is going. It's slipping through their fingers. And I know if you have been a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that this 
class has actually been brewing for years. I'm not talking this this came to me over the past month. This is something that I have been learning about and working with and growing with and developing and working with other people on for years now. So it's finally ready for you. All of this material, the magic, the tools, the relationship building, the reconstructing, we're going to be doing in what I am calling the White Rabbit. Of course, this is a reference to the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, who is sitting there in his waistcoat with his pocket watch telling people to hurry. And my goal for everyone who is inside this container is for you to feel empowered around time, for it to not be something that you're blaming and getting frustrated with and not understanding how to utilize, but really to experience and cultivate a relationship with time where it is a tool that is working for you. It is not something that you're racing against or competing with. You're not bullying it or using it as an excuse, but that you feel as though you understand how to work with time to where you relate to it in an abundant way and it feels as though it's expanding, not collapsing and contracting. So this is meant to completely shift how you're relating to time and how you're using time and how you're experiencing time and how you feel about time and what you're doing with your time and understanding that time, time is one of the biggest manifestation tools that you can use. This is the big fat misconception that so many people have is they consider manifestations to be something that are competing with time. They're not. Time and manifestations work together. Time is a manifestation tool if you understand how to work with it. And so the white rabbit is where I'm giving you all the goods on time. And I love this class because it applies to everyone. All of us are interacting with time. We're interfacing with time. We're experiencing time. And therefore, we need to understand and reconnect with how time is here to serve us. It is not the enemy of humanity. So we are going to be covering all different dimensions of time. It is a three-day class with me towards the end of the month. We start on the 24th of May, and then we have a Q&A the following week, and then it's going to go to DIY. So it's going to become a do-it-yourself class. In my opinion, if you're unfamiliar with my programs, the best time to get in is right at the beginning. Not only do you get to ask me questions live and be in the live energy with us because your presence actually shifts how the end product turns out, right? Your questions are going to shape how I deliver information and what you end up evoking from me in the class. But on top of that, I increase the price once it's DIY. So after everything is buffed and polished, then it's going to go up in price. So right now it is $333 if you get in now or until the end of the month and then the price is going to go up June 1st. So if that interests you, I have just launched this. I'm super excited to have you inside. Go check it out. The link will be in the description box or the show notes depending on where you're listening to this. So I am so, so, so excited to finally put this out. It has been a long time coming, a long, long, long time coming. So I will see you all there and let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Let's start off with a bang. 
let me bust the myth of bypassing. So I have noticed a lot of people, and this is based on the questions that I'm receiving from people, is that there is a misconception that bypassing has to do with any type of emotional shift. Like if I'm depressed and I make an emotional shift in a brighter direction, that's bypassing. This is a deep misconception of what bypassing is. So let me make it really clear and give you my definition of what emotional bypassing or some people refer to it as spiritual bypassing if it has a spiritual tone or subtext to it. Bypassing is denying the truth of where you are in present time in order to jump to an emotional state that is not energetically stabilized. So this is the definition that I came up with for bypassing to really describe what is happening when you're bypassing. The other way that I describe bypassing, you've probably heard me refer to it in the past, is don't do a 180 because you can't. The other thing about bypassing that people forget is you literally cannot successfully shift your emotions through bypassing. So you can try to bypass. You can try it out, but it's just not going to work. So of course, if someone is in in a position of power on a practitioner client level, something like that, and then there's an introduction of just bypass, that doesn't work because there's no energetic integrity behind the emotional and energetic move that is being made. Let me let me explain this more clearly. If you are depressed and you have someone come in and say, just be happy, that won't work because there is too large of a gap in between deep depression or agony or despair or something in that frequency and joy, bliss, happiness, those are way too far apart. So bypassing attempts to skip all of the emotional range in between that is kind of like a ladder that is necessary in order for you to make an emotional shift, right? So in Fabric of the Universe, the yellow zone, the yellow zone is really important for moving out of depression or moving out of a despairing state that you're in energetically. The yellow zone or neutrality or uh, non-thought, non-judgment, is actually creating a bridge between higher frequencies and lower frequencies that you're in emotionally. I don't know when or how this came to be, but somewhere along the line, there was a misconception that got kicked up around bypassing where people started misinterpreting bypassing as just any emotional improvement is considered bypassing. Like, oh, any attempt to feel relief or any attempt to feel better is bypassing where you are. That's not true. If that were true, then nobody should go to therapy, right? Because if any attempt to feel better or experience relief is bypassing, then therapists should be out of a job, if that's the case. So just the general idea of feeling better or softening the problem or Shifting into an emotion that feels a little bit better than where you are. Grabbing thought forms that feel a little bit better than where you are. That's not bypassing. Bypassing would require you to deny 
your current state and try to jump into a state that just isn't going to stick. So there's no emotional or energetic integrity and it's not going to be able to hold. So you're not going to be able to actually feel it. Your state is not actually going to shift when you're bypassing. It's just going to feel like a crock. It's like bypassing creates the feeling that you're lying to yourself. Actual emotional shift and transformation, actual healing is stable. I'll give you the example of dealing with my parents. So way, way, way back in the day, there was a period of time where I can say that I absolutely hated what my parents had done in this lifetime. And that was the emotional range that I was dwelling in. So it was hatred, which is really, really extreme. Then it shifted into grief. Then it shifted into anger. Then it shifted into irritation and annoyance. Then it shifted into general distaste. Then it shifted into neutrality. And I can say the state that I'm in right now is more of acceptance. Like I'm just clear about everything. I don't hold any resentment in my body. It's not something where anything needs to be done. I'm really at peace with where I'm at with both of my parents But there's no negative emotional frequencies that are being stored in my body physically. So each one of those steps was gradual over time with different healing work, different modalities, working with different practitioners and therapists and things like that. And over time, this is where I've landed because I was constantly shifting into something that was a little bit more supportive to me. Because me reworking my trauma is a selfish practice, right? I have to be self-focused in order to make sustainable changes. I don't think that I'm ever going to feel into ecstatic joy on the topic of my parents. And I don't think that I need to. It's just not necessary. Now, let's say I took a different approach and I was trying to feed myself thoughts like, oh, they really did the best they could. They were just doing their absolute best and everything is okay and they're really good people. That's too much, too much. Now everything in me just kind of wants to start rejecting those statements, which means it's not in energetic integrity. It is not the right next thought form to grab onto. And if I tried to force that, then that would be bypassing because it's not true. It's not authentic to where I'm at. It's not something that actually feels better or supports me. And if it doesn't stick, it's probably bypassing. This is what I want to really drive home here. Emotional work that is integrated and works and is highly effective will stick The majority of the time, except maybe in the midst of a trigger or really heated conversation, or if you have a whole bunch of debris get kicked up, which can happen sometimes. But let's say the majority of the time, the new thought form and emotion are dominant. When you're in the healing process, the more supportive frequency sticks The reason why I am not really concerned with bypassing is because I feel like people naturally 
understand what bypassing is. I don't find that it's very relevant to people's personal practices because people don't like lying to themselves. That's more of a rookie mistake when we're talking about energetics as far as I I get this comment all the time, like I'm trying to tell myself this, but it doesn't feel good or it doesn't feel right. That's not the statement for you. That's not the frequency to play with for you right now. But most people understand that naturally. It's not something that you need to be aware of like, ooh, am I bypassing right now? No, you'll be able to feel your full body and mind reject the statement that you're trying to feed yourself. Personally, I think that the whole conversation about bypassing got blown out of proportion, mostly from a practitioner standpoint. So if you have a whole bunch of practitioners who are telling people to just be happy or give these canned answers like just feel good everything's gonna be fine you're blessed beyond comprehension right those statements only pertain to you when you're dwelling in an emotional range where you can receive them fully and you can feel them with your full body and mind so there's nothing wrong with those statements but it's just dependent on the context does that apply to the context of now. Because if you're paying attention and you're honest and truthful about the context of now, the state now, what's happening for you now, and you are also not putting pressure on yourself to feel into really high frequencies right away, you're not gonna be at risk of bypassing. It's just not even gonna be an issue in the way that I think other people have made it sound like a bigger issue than it actually is. I don't think that bypassing is some epidemic, this huge issue that so many people are doing to themselves. That is not the case. More than likely, or what I see more often, is that people at first attempt to bypass, maybe they're introduced to spiritual ideas or concepts for the very first time in their life, And then they try to feed themselves thoughts that are way, way, way out of bounds, way outside the emotional range that they're in. And so they try to tell themselves, oh, I'm happy. Everything is good. I feel so blissed out. And it's not true. And then they just get turned off from spirituality altogether. So let me summarize this for you. Bypassing doesn't stick and you'll be able to feel it. You'll know it. Because the the statement or the thought or the feeling that you're trying to feed yourself will kind of put a bad taste in your mouth and it won't hold. So that's just how it shakes out. The other thing to know about bypassing is any practitioner who is just going on and on and on about denying the present moment of where you are in favor of statements like just be positive. To me, that just sounds like a really inexperienced practitioner. That's it. That's it. This is not nearly as big of a deal as people have made it out to be. And the other thing that I want to remind you of is the consequence of bypassing is it doesn't stick. That's it. There's not this deep, shadowy risk of bypassing. Most people reject any attempt to bypass in the beginning and they just conclude it doesn't work. So I I promise you, I promise you doing emotional work in order to shift into feeling better, telling yourself more beneficial stories, telling yourself things that feel better to your nervous system and feel better to your body and mind, those are all supportive things that you want to do. 
It's not bypassing to reach for things that feel better and feel more expansive and and help you evolve into the frequencies that you want to dwell in. That's just not bypassing. So anyway, let's go ahead and put this whole bypassing thing to bed. Let's let it go night-night. Let's tuck it in. Let's not talk about it anymore (laughs) because most of you are already checking bypassing at the door anyway. Most of you already have good discernment over that doesn't feel authentic. I can't get behind that statement. That's really all it takes in order to properly navigate bypassing. And before we wrap up, I just want to give you one visual analogy for this that I think is absolutely perfect for bypassing. So imagine that doing emotional work and feeling better is the same thing as getting a massage. Now, bypassing is kind of like if you walked into a massage therapist and she immediately started just digging her her elbows deep, deep, deep into the muscle tissue and then you started screeching because it was so painful, okay? That's what bypassing attempts to do. It's like you're not ready to go that deep into the tissue yet. It's too soon. You're not at that stage in the massage. So what needs to happen first? You get onto this warm massage table. She gently presses on your back. She starts just warming the muscles up. And then over time, the more that your muscles are warmed up and stretched out, the deeper you can go. That's what proper emotional work is. Bypassing is like you having this massage therapist, you're not warmed up at all, and she starts jerking your muscles all over the place. So all you want to do is get warmed up emotionally. Just take your time, ease into it. You can get to the deep tissue stuff, but you want to start shallow. And this would be the equivalent of being honest about where you are, not trying to do deep tissue massage before you're ready, but be honest about where am I emotionally? What can I get behind in terms of mindset or in terms of a mantra or a new perspective to try on, whether it be you working with a therapist, you doing mantra work on your own, whatever. It has to do with what can you energetically stabilize yourself behind because it is the next layer of tissue for you, okay? So that is what I will leave you with today. Don't forget, if you feel the call to work on your relationship with time, this is the time to join me for a an epic conversation about time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to give you a lot of tools, a lot of new perspectives, and I am so excited to put this on for all of you, and I cannot wait to see you inside, so go ahead and check that out. Whether you're listening to this before the class has run or after the class has run, go check it out. It's going to be amazing, and I will see you all soon. Have an amazing week, everyone. I love and appreciate you so, so, so much. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode, please send it their way. I always appreciate your shares. And I will talk to you later. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.